Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Running Moonshot Podcast. I am your host, Jacob. I'm Lydia. And I'm Paul. The Running Moonshot Podcast is a show dedicating to building, gathering, and sharing inspiration for marathon training and running. And even though it's been a hot minute, we're happy to be back and uh, give you all some updates on what's going on. <laughs> we have a lot to catch people up on. But first things first, we do have to re-announce uh, our podcast sponsor, uh, Zuma Race Events. It's a race events for women, and they do multiple races here in the U.S., and they've actually three races in the U.S. here at Amelia Island, um, Cape Cod, and then one in Texas, wine country, and then they do one in Bermuda. So we have a special... Um, discount code for them. It's PRS2023 and we will put that in the show notes for anyone that wants to sign up. I looked at that website. All the races look fun. Yep. The Bermuda one looks Amazing. legit. I know. We we probably need to go, Jacob, and just like interview people. <laughs> okay. Really we'll make, we'll make Lydia and you, Lydia my, We'll make Lydia run, and then Stephanie, your wife, run Jacob, and and we'll just sit and. We gotta get Stephanie on the podcast. Oh, we she she's coming up. Okay. Promise. Maybe we should put it out there to the audience too, and ask them just if they if there was anyone that they think. Oh, that's a good idea. That is a good idea. And um, and we, we can try. Best ideas we can try. of people that you think would be a good person to have on the podcast. Again, the purpose of our guests would be someone who is shooting for something big, or you know, maybe has a challenge they're trying to conquer through. Whether it be, you know, a marathon, a five k, going through like I don't know something where they're trying to do something good for them massive yeah i like it yeah give us your give us your ideas that's a good idea so just before we start getting into things i do see there's two new uh running related books out des lindens yeah. right yep des lindens and then the, and the naz elite um steph rothstein, rothstein and Kara goucher yeah <clears throat> and so the it three... doesn't one of them come go hot for um salazar yeah that's cara gaucha yes yeah we should um i was gonna say i was gonna say we should read them and have have like a book club but let's um... be real (laughs) none of us have enough time to read we can also get people to read them and then put in the show like send us reviews you know who will read them is my wife and she always makes fun of me because I have, I'm really well intentioned with books, okay. and generally, I, I like lay down to go to bed. I'm like, I'm gonna read, and I can maybe read three paragraphs, and I have to read two out of the three of them six times. Me too. This <laughs> and then me. I'm just like, not time to close I my eyes. I have bought so many books, <laughs> and I have like even recently, like I bought um, um, Lopez Lamong. Nike athlete from some, like he was one of the Sudan refugees guys. Amazing mm-hmm. book. I did read that one. 
I've bought so many books. I've bought the Matthew McConaughey's book. I read all ser- all of the Twilight series except the last 60 pages. Never know what how it ended, ever. Like, I got all the way through. didn't finish. Don't even care. That's how I am with reading. It's That's so bad. I'm, I'm disturbed about many things about that you statement. Should be. But... It's disturbing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have heard a review of Steph Rothstein's book. And it is uh, because he she co-wrote it with her coach back then. Her coach has changed since then, but um, Ben Rosario. He's still her and... coach. He's still her coach, hundred percent. Well, no, there's a new coach of the. NFL oh League. yeah, I see what you mean, but I think he still coaches her. <laughs> but they they talk like it's true. They open up and really talk about candid things. Each of them, like he cool. was out in his coaching. And they had a really tough 2021 and then 2022, it kind of uh, blew up. And then um, also Steph, it was her last season that then became her not so last season. But she yeah. talks about all that stuff too. Oh, so I think cool. it's yeah. I bet that's good. I like him. He yeah. Was, was What's, do y'all have a favorite running book? Does it have to be in fiction or nonfiction? Running related. Yeah, so I like the um, Once a Runner series. There's only two books in that series, but... Um, I read it, and I liked it, and I just didn't finish. Again, to Carthage was it. pretty... That's the second book, and it was absolute. I don't know what it was about it, but it was absolutely amazing. It's almost You liked like, it better than the first? I did, because I could relate. It was like the guy kind of lost his way um, after the first book and kind of never amounted to anything. And then he said, okay, I'm just going to give it one last ditch effort to try to make the Olympics or whatever, some race. And he ends up like doing all this hard training and ends up qualifying for some. Is it, it's fiction though. It's fiction. Yeah. 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 Okay. Lydia. I have two. So I have like, I will say that Lopez Lamont book is amazing because of like what he went through to like get to the U S like escaping like the Sudan. He ran away and like, saw the Olympics on TV and like, it's, it's an amazing story, but I also really, really loved um, Ben Rosario's book that he wrote with Scott Fobble on his training for the New York marathon. Like it's basically like Scott Fobble. It's a, like he'll talk about his week of training. And so he does a recap. You get like, it'll tell you what his training was. Then he does the recap and then you get the coach's perspective recap. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, and cool. I, it, it's really, really good. And it's kind of shows how like he could be down on a workout, but the coach is like, that's actually a really good workout. He's just tired, blah, blah, blah. And they don't like yeah. know what each other says. Yeah. It's really good. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. That's what I was about to say. They don't tell each other what the other person is writing and they just all put it together. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's newish, right? Yeah. Like, well, probably like 2000, no, nah, probably like 2019. Um, yeah. but, and it's also like, his his coaching philosophy is really similar to Paul's, so it's kind of I don't know, it's just relatable. It's good. You'd like it a lot. I think I would. Mine is um, I love Dina Castro. Oh, that, so, I forgot yeah. about that one. That one's five so much. <laughs> I love it. I, I I there are not I there are not many books that I've read twice, and I've read this one two or three times and listen to it two or three times that's awesome so good so much and did y'all read that guy um i can't remember the title 
of the book or his name right now. <laughs> but he, Peter, um, he hosts Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me on NPR. And he's a runner and he, um, he like guides people. He, he would like help blind people run marathons and he was helping a, a or a, a vision impaired person run the Boston Marathon, the year of the bombing. Oh, I haven't oh, read yeah. that. I bet that's good. <sighs> what is, I'm just going to yell right now. Hold on. Hey, hey, Steph. She can't hear me. I will say. He hosts, wait. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say my favorite part of Dina Castor's book that I think about all the time is she was out on a run and she had like an eight mile run and it was at marathon pace and it was 519. And she says she got through like halfway and told her coach, this feels really hard. And he goes, well, your marathon pace is really hard, but we, you can do it. But it was like yeah. validating that like it's okay that it feels hard. And I think about that all yeah. the time because I remember that too. So good. It's amazing. Such good advice. <laughs> I have my wife on location, live reporting, Googling the book. This is why you shouldn't read. <laughs> this is Peter why. Peter Seagal. Peter Siegel. Oh, I haven't read it, but I have oh, what's it called? Yeah. <laughs> I have it on my bookshelf waiting to be, waiting to be finished after four years of ownership, but I've been done with like 90. Oh, the complete book of running, but he's really funny. Oh, the incomplete book of running. He's really Very funny. Things, and... Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> um, like we've said before, and it's um, been proven true. We can't be held accountable for any of the things we say on this podcast. One thousand percent. Um, well, well, I, I remember to say we probably can be held accountable. We're just not going to give a shit. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> There's also another book called The other. Art of Not Giving a Beep. Is it good? No, I just was saying that's kind of what Paul just said. <laughs> Did you buy it? <laughs> I read I read the first, the forward. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, if I think if I was going to recommend one book to anybody, it would be Dina's. Oh, it's so good. Even though she's like the best of the best, you still. Oh, wait. And um, uh, Meb Kafleski's book is really good, too. I've read like every one of his, and I read them all the way through. So good. And Michael Johnson. Michael Johnson's book. haven't read that one. Meb Kafleski's is so good. The one that's like 26 chapters because he's run 26 marathons. And, um, yeah. Okay, so let's do some um, life updating. Yeah, I think we should go from <laughs> saddest to most exciting. No, go from most exciting <laughs> first, because Paul has Boston in two weeks. I know, so save the best for last. So, Lydia, you go first. <laughs> well, sh- jokes on you because I'm not that sad. I okay, you um, you know, I know what, what I you mean. mean. So, I don't know. I feel like mine's a long story. Okay. So, I have a stress fracture in my foot. Actually, I don't know that it's still there. But I had a, a stress fracture in my foot. Um, And I got, it was kind of weird because I felt a little tiny pain in my toe. But I thought it was like a joint. Like, it was just like, oh, my toe needs pulling. 
And everyone, everyone was joking, making fun of me because I said I had a stress fracture because I always say that. And I ran the next day and it stopped me in my tracks like I couldn't run anymore. So I went home and DM me if you want me to tell you how to get yourself taken care of in the healthcare environment because it's very difficult and I was very successful. But you have to like... But you have to advocate for yourself so hard. So, anyways, I found, got an MRI, like, the next day, basically. And then the next day found out what it was. And it was, like, a baby stress fracture. Like, oh, uh, they didn't see Great a line. One. They didn't – they're, like, there's edema on the bone, blah, blah, blah. And, basically, they were, like, it'll take about four to six weeks to heal, blah, blah, blah. So – Obviously, I haven't run since, which has been three weeks, three and a half. So I've got about two and a half left. And, you know, it's been, I've been fine. I think I needed a break. Well, you've been fine with the odd break of. I had like two days of being sad. But other than that, I've been fine. Like, I have not. This week, you had another day. I'm not trying to paint a bad picture. I'm just saying you have had some days, which is when understandable. I found out, yes, I did have a bad day. And then I had a one bad day this week because I think it's like that halfway mark where you're like, oh, I'm only halfway, but I still have a halfway to go. Why but, are you laughing, Jacob? But okay. I ha- relatively speaking, you know, most people freak out and are like, Losing their mind. I have not been that way whatsoever. No, you haven't. Mm-mm. If y'all want to see a beast, go to Instagram, look up runner for FSU, the number four FSU, and look at Lydia working. <laughs> working. Well, W E R K I N G. I will say. First of all, I think it's very different. When I was 30, I was losing my mind. I do think there's some of that is just age. You know, you just kind of were like, mm-hmm. I don't know, realize things are going to happen. I also think I have not had an injury of any kind other than my little four-day thing in June when I had a calf strain or whatever. I haven't had an injury. And so I've been like trying to just be really grateful that this is the first time that I have been out in seven years. And I run a lot. And so I feel very fortunate that, you know, I don't know why it happened. I mean, I think we ch- that's been the biggest thing is like, did I, because I did change shoes that week. I got a different pair of shoes. I've been wearing the same kind of shoes and I changed shoes. Yes, it could be that. Yes, it could be. I was a little confused because I'd been run- not running as much. But either way, I think it was just nice. I've been going to, I've been trying to focus on, Leaning into what I can't do instead of worrying, leaning into what I can do instead of worrying about what I can't do. So I've been going to the gym a lot. I have been like working out a lot, but I haven't been like psycho cardio, like trying to like, yeah, going in the pool every single, th- you know, I've been going to the gym because I, biggest thing about missing running is I feel lonely because that's where I see my friends, that's my community. But I've tried to just go to the gym and kind of make, you know, at San Marcos Strong where there is another community. So it's not like going to a mm-hmm. 
I don't want to knock any other gym, but it's not like going to just like a public gym where you just go in there and do your own. Oh yeah. So like, 100%. you know, Anthony's been so good about helping me with exercises where I'm not on my foot. I've made new friends. And so I've tried to look at it like I've making all these new friends and like doing new things. I feel stronger. I'm like doing things I was never able to do in the gym, not even like pumping weights, but like mobility things I couldn't do before that I yeah. feel like are going to help me when I'm running again. Um, but it has been like, like I, I'm kind of like, I think I needed a little break because I have been mm-hmm. like, like used to, I wouldn't be able to look at Strava. Like I'd be like, I couldn't watch mm-hmm. other people's runs, but to like, I look at track and I'm like excited. You guys ran well today. And like, I'm excited yeah. for the people I'm coaching and I can't wait to go to Boston and see you like, see Paul run, see Kipchoge. Like, I don't know. Like I'm not, yeah. I'm like sad. Of course I wish I was running, but yeah, I feel like I'm making the best of it. Really quick side note. Speaking of people you're coaching, a lot of, a ton of people did yesos this morning, but your athlete and former guest of the podcast, Katie Lou did yesos this morning. She, I, she didn't look like she was working very hard and she, crushed it i know i mean i i'm, I'm just saying it, uh, uh, you know like yes us could take you to the grave and she was fine cool as a cucumber i know yeah i couldn't i finished my workout and then took a break and then i ran the last her last 400 with her and i was like oh uh, she's running fast okay see you later you know, the perfect <laughs> example this is she is the perfect example of someone that like she was struggling at the beginning of the cycle, like just kind of like not into it dealing, you know, she's got a three year old, two year old, like just life and stuff. And she just kind of plugged along and she's peaking at the right time. Like she's going to peak right at Boston. And it's really, it's really cool to see. So I've been enjoying that. I was talking to another lady I'm coaching Karen Hayde and she was also crushed her. Yes. I know. Like they're all doing so good. And so I, um, she was telling me yesterday she was like I feel bad like is it is it helping or making it worse that you're like talking to us about running I'm like no I love it because it's like keeping me engaged and in with you know you kind of feel left out when you're running it's a weird or not running it's a weird thing you feel kind of lonely like don't forget about me kind of thing you know Mm -hmm. which is so stupid but you know like when you're not running you just kind of feel that way um oh yeah but (laughs) Yeah, I've been pre- I've been pretty impressed that you haven't lost your mind like you have in the past. So, and I think you, like you said you've been leaning into those things that you can do and not worrying about those the one thing or, you know, the running thing that you can't do. So, I think it's That good. is a yeah, excellent perspective. Yes, I also yeah. feel like I don't I don't know what it is like I'm not really worried about losing running fitness because, and maybe again, maybe it's age, maybe it's because I've had injuries before, but it's like, first of all, I don't think you're going to lose that much, but at the same time, it's like, it comes back. Like, it's not like you're just, I don't know. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's like even if it kind of goes away when it, when you're 
going back at it, it comes back to you. Yeah. Quicker. And I also think, you know, I was at the point where I don't really see improvements that much in running. So like, I'm not going and doing my eight hundreds and going, Oh my gosh, I did these five seconds faster than I've ever done. Like I might do them one or two seconds faster, but like, I'm just at the point where I'm kind of like hitting my, where I'm tapped out to where it's like, it's kind of fun in the gym. I'm like, man, I was doing 25 pounds. Versus like, I used to be able to do 15 pounds. And so I don't know. It's like fun to see a new improvement. And then when I come back to running, I'll be able to see improvements again. Cause my first runs will probably mm-hmm. be hard at eight thirty pace. And then I'll be able to see, Oh, now I'm running eights. Now I can run sub eights. And like, I don't know. I just haven't yeah. had that in a long time. So I'm trying to appreciate yeah. it, but yeah, it's good. And I will say so many people have reached out to me, which has been, so nice because I know sometimes you never know if you should reach out to people like is she sad? Yeah. I don't know if I should reach out and like so many random mm-hmm. people have texted me and just been like I hope you're doing fine blah 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 I don't know just like running community yeah. is so nice well, we miss you bad on our yes. morning runs yes and we miss I was missing you at track this so morning. one day I did get sad was the day I walked out and it was your car Josh's car Ryan's car and Stephanie's car, and I was like, mm, <laughs> "Yeah, that's my people." <laughs> one day I was like, "Are you enjoying sleeping in?" Yes, well, I do go. I do get up at five fifteen every day, so I'm not. Sleeping. Well, that's way better than four fifteen. It is. I love the six a.m. thing, um, and I like driving to the gym. You know, like it's like a nice, mm-hmm. like I drink my coffee to the gym. There's something about driving uh-huh. somewhere that's kind of nice versus like walking. Out I don't mind driving to our runs either. Yeah. Most of the time. Yeah. But yeah. Yes. I'm getting a little more sleep and I'm not as tired. I'm not as hungry. Like it's just, there are some benefits, you know? Yeah. Well, don't get used to not to oh, yeah. don't get used to sleeping in. And I found all these <laughs> new things like evil bone water that can help your bones heal and Okay, explain, explain. Evil bone water, because I think your accent makes you say evil bone water. Well, my girl at work thinks I'm saying evil bong water. I'm like, no. <laughs> that sounds so really different. So I was, that might help so too. So I was getting a massage, and the, by the lady I always get a massage from, and she was like, you need to try this evil bone water because it she's like i had a client that had a broken bone and she she was told to try this to soak her foot in this evil bone water and she went to the doctor and they said they had never seen a bone heal this fast and so i went online and it's this chinese medicine and it's like all this stuff about how it reduces the time to heal your bone it could be placebo effect it could be nothing but it's not going to hurt you so i Put my foot in. And and I thought you dr- I thought you drank it. No, and let's just say it's not like it's watery. It is more like it's molasses. Potent. But I have Weird. not had any pain. I have not felt my foot whatsoever in two days. You know our good friend Jason McClung. I remember I was talking to him something about something like that once, and I said, "Well, I feel way better. Maybe it's just placebo effect. I don't know." And he's like, "Well, who who cares if it's right. placebo effect?" Right. Exactly. Great. Yeah. Right. So. 
Okay, Evil Bone Water. Oh. Did you get it on Amazon? Um, I got some on Amazon, and then I found another brand. So I was like, well, maybe I should <laughs> buy this brand. So Lydia does get obsessive about this stuff. Yeah, so when I say I'm not psycho, I have gotten an ultrasound machine, um, very fancy um, vitamin D, because my doctor told me I needed it. Osteo MD. Um, I have a bone stimulator coming on Saturday that I rented. I have <laughs> evil bone water. I mean, you know, you don't really know what's going to work, but you're like, I'll throw everything at it. But the bone doesn't even hurt yeah. anymore. But I think this bone stimulator is going to be. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, I can speak for our whole community. That we're excited for you to be back. Yes, oh, we can't wait. And now you're going to have like live updates from Boston. So me and Stephanie uh, Duran and oh, yeah. Ruben, Paul's twin brother, are going to be watching. And we're going to be <laughs> crazy. Last time Paul ran a marathon, maybe, I guess that wasn't the last time. Your reporting was hit or that miss. That was because I missed him. <laughs> Good Morning America is not trying to hire you. Yeah, I saw her miss me too because she said, "Go Ryan, and then I go Steve." <laughs> and then I was I right there. And, and then I called, and then I called Jacob and Josh because I was so worried that something happened to you, like they could help me back in Florida. But oh, that's really funny. That I never put that piece of the puzzle together before. Paul saw you cheer for everybody else, and I had his, that's why I had his gels. <laughs> That's why I dropped out. That's why I dropped out. It was all Lydia's fault. Wow. It's become true. Wow. It's true now. It's right out. It's out there. I it's think the, the best universe. part wow. is me calling Josh and Jacob and Ryan and being like, yes. or Josh and Jacob being like, yeah. I need help. And they're like, what do you want us to do? Like, we're in Jacksonville. <laughs> okay. Uh, be blessed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of Josh, um, it was his birthday yesterday. Happy 42nd birthday, Josh. We love you very much. Well, yeah, but listen, I mean, we have to talk about this. Most people on their birthday will probably sleep in. This guy still woke up at 4.30 to be here at four, 5 to only run five four miles. I don't, I, of all the things that we can give Josh crap for, which are endless, <laughs> this, this isn't at the top of the list for me. Okay. Okay, but okay. I'm open to. I mean, because you know, if you're gonna run four miles, you might as go. Might as well go do it with your friends. Well, you know, Ryan was very upset because he wanted Josh to turn up at four five thirty to do the last four miles so that he could oh. drink a beer with Josh. I understand this. Yeah, Steph and I were <laughs> Steph Duran, not Steph, my wife, who I think we should have Steph Duran on the podcast yeah. at some point for some hot takes. I've heard yes, them can all just, day long today. I can, we can just fire in. Once uh, we turn off the podcast, and, um, I'll tell you them. Okay. And um, we were pretty upset because we were like, typically you on your birthday, like in school, you bring treats to share. And Josh. The worst part that. is he probably showed up because he wanted people to tell him happy birthday. And then I saw him when I was leaving to go to the gym and I didn't even say happy birthday because I didn't know him. 
Well, it is. Maybe there should be a rule about this as adults, right? Because like, like if you have coworkers, then the a day later you found out find out it was their birthday. You're like, why didn't you tell me? Go in and be like, when you're 37. Well, but also when you're 37, are you supposed to walk into work and be like, hey, everybody, it's my birthday? No, not me. Josh should have said, Lydia, it's my birthday today, and I'd have been like, oh my god, I love you, happy birthday. Do you want to come aqua jog for a few minutes? I'm happy he didn't do that. Okay, anyway, enough about Lydia. Him. Josh. Okay, so let's go to you, Jacob. Yes. I know it's been a rough month, maybe six weeks. For a <laughs> bunch been... of different reasons, but Yes. Not the um best year of running so far, but I'm Fine. I had my hip thing in January, then my stomach thing, whatever, my torn or strained. Can you tell the audience how what happened and what, what happened? We did that, we did Lydia. That. We did that, we did that already. I still don't understand why the box jumps get you so verklempt. Uh, uh, for, I remember we talked about this. Um, but anyway, then um, <laughs> this is the sad news. Our, my wife's grandma... Um, had a stroke and passed away but um she had a stro- she had a stroke and then and we're super lucky and privileged to be able to like make our lives work around it but Steph went up to Wisconsin to be with her family during it and it just it was a it yeah. took a while so she was gone for two weeks and then we went up to Wisconsin for a week for the funeral and then we had a pre-planned spring break uh, spring break trip to Arizona and so obviously while Steph was gone I couldn't be leaving my kids at home at five in the morning um, but I it was just like for me it was like okay I'm taking a break yeah. <laughs> and, and it is what it is I could have been waking up to run on the treadmill but I was a little nervous about the treadmill because of I thought maybe like at the end of the year last year running so much on the treadmill is kind of what triggered my hip. And I just like, I know that I'm not like y'all or whatever, but I feel like I've been working pretty hard for like three years, two years. Yeah. Maybe. And I was just like, I'm just gonna, I'm going to sleep in. And it's like, I'm not, I'm not trying to be a martyr and I don't need like kudos or anything, but especially when you go from, being like both parents at home and I know I only did it for two weeks it was like <laughs> just a lot to go from <laughs> being solely responsible for my kids and getting into school and trying to fit eight hours of work into six hours and keeping kids entertained and happy healthy and also emotionally because um it was my grandmother-in-law but we were you know Steph and I have been together for 20 years so she's been my grandma for 20 years and so it was also just sad and dealing with a lot, but I got a couple runs in. I have, um, you know, some lots of friends volunteered to watch the girls and I got to go run with y'all at night sometimes and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and then we ran a little bit in Arizona and I, if anything though, like Paul, you were texting about goals and stuff yesterday yeah. to a, a bigger group. And I was like, yeah, I have some, but like mainly right now, I'm just like, <laughs> So, so, so happy to be back in my running routine again and out with my friends. Yeah, that's running in the morning. I think, 
I don't, I don't think I take it for granted a ton, but I definitely was like, Steph was making fun of me that first uh, day after we got back from our Arizona trip. I was like humming as I was setting my 4 a.m. alarm. And she's like, that's messed up. And I was like, I'm just, I'm just excited. So, yeah. Like I just said to you, I, I'm not, I don't know, I don't know what expectations I have for my fitness to come back. Um, because I worked pretty hard last year and I think I got some. So I'm just hoping it remembers. I'm hoping it's yeah, that's what I'm hoping. I don't need it to come back like a superhero yeah, yeah. at light speed. But I want it to come back and I think I'll just um do some five Ks in the spring and summer and worry about the fall later. I mean y- y'all know me, I'm always thinking about uh the longer races. Well but... I don't think You know, the way I think about it is like the way, you know, if you're training, I mean, you don't need to have, like, we're going to train regardless. So like, like when I come back, I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm going to set this goal of running this half marathon, but I'm going to start training and then I'll be like, okay, I feel like I'm fit. What race can I do? You know, like, I think that's sometimes just how, when you're training, like some people train to do a race and they don't run anymore for a while. Like we kind of train all the time. So I don't think you always have to have some big race on the horizon. Um, I don't know. Uh He went away. Um, And I definitely have been thinking a lot about you. It's helped me because I've been like, well, Jake actually looked on your Strava to see how long you took off. Because I was like, well, Jake took some time off and he was fine. Like, everybody has takes time off. This is normal. Like, it kind of like normalizes it, you know, because some people just have life. And that's kind of the you know, Paul in my life, we don't, you know, I don't have kids and I don't kind of have, haven't had any Mm -hmm. reason to like take off, but like, it's not Mm -hmm. that normal to miss six weeks of training in seven years, you know, it's not that abnormal. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, even when I today, like, are you feeling back to normal? Like yourself felt felt great at track today. So that was fun. Um, and I don't know if I'm, it's like, I'm starting I, I was thinking about last year when we started recording the podcast, it was, it must've been June or May or something. And we talked about like, Oh, summer's here now. And like how we had a great spring. And I feel like we're already at that phase. Like we did not have a long winter and we've had like record high temps last week. So I'm like, I'm, just got to lean into kind of the um suffering of it because it's just that's what it's gonna be i was just thinking Um, i'm like i'm gonna be coming back right when it's gonna be terrible so i have to remember that it's not how it's like i'm not just the one that sucks like it's hard in the weather (laughs) i'm trying to be thankful if it's below 70 70 which is so annoying, but um, in the mix, even though I'm not out there yeah. running with you guys, it's good to, that you're back running soon, soon, soon. Um, so that's that's it for me. I'm just I'm I'm happy and I'm just excited to be laughing on runs with with our friends and putting in some work. But now on to the main event. Oh, shoot. oh Paul! Since we've recorded, you turned fifty. Yes. You had some birthday parties, which yes. were excellent. 50 for yes. 50. Um, Here we are. 
And now we got the 50 for 50 here. The whole reason this podcast started. And can we just have a moment of silence that I endured the worst race of my life to be in the Boston Marathon in the hottest day of all hot days. And I hate anyone that knows me knows I can't run for SHIT in the heat. And yes, I'm making this all about me right now because I you should died to be in your race at Boston. And here I am, but that's okay. I'm going to be the logistics coordinator. Okay. Talk about it. Are you yeah. excited? Are you fit? Are you ready? Yes, you know, yes, yes. Um, I am very excited. Like, um, you know, I think the whole reason I started this 50 50 thing was like I said way back when was so that I didn't have to think about, you know, being 50 and I could worry about all these other people. It's become more and more evident to me <laughs> with the two parties that I kind of had for my birthday were held for my birthday. So I don't know they were going on that I definitely do not like being the center of attention. <laughs> so. Um, so yeah, so I'm really excited. Um, like I said before, we've got 98 people going to Boston. Um, and that doesn't include the 5k runners who are also going to be there. You know, I was able to get, um, two bus, 50 seat buses for Boston and I have... 98 people that's awesome on the two buses and so that's been crazy but um yeah so uh in terms of fitness you know i was thinking today that 310 was gonna feel easy it did it definitely did not um uh, i don't I, I think there's something missing like i don't feel what like do you I'm mean gonna... 310 you're yasos yeah Okay. It's because he didn't run 310. He ran like 302. Sorry about No, that. but listen. What I was saying. You missed what I was saying. <laughs> what what I was a saying call was, out. What a plain and simple. <laughs> what a plain and simple like. Uh, that's because you're dumb. <laughs> okay, sorry. Sorry, Paul. Sorry, babe. But 310 is not 302. But I started out at 307. And it shouldn't have felt hard. Right at, from the beginning, every single repeat felt hard. But you still so anyway, did them all at pace, I did right? do them all. I think when they you did get, get faster. Don't you think those, those days where it's a race simulator workout, that it's almost like you put pressure on that workout and you're thinking, you want it yes. to feel so easy. But again, like Dina Castor said, like it's not easy. So it's like. You want it to feel yeah. easy, but that's yeah, not agree with that. how you feel. I'd agree with that. Okay, anyway, sorry for interrupting. Sort of. No, no, it's fine. Um, you know, I have had some pretty good long runs. Uh, like two weeks ago, we were in Miami. It was on my longest run of the cycle. I did 22 miles and the last 10 probably started around 650 and ended probably 611 612 so that was good um and it was by myself 
so the humidity was good down there, so I think that kind of helped. It was. Yeah, actually, it was. It was like seventy. It was low. Yeah, like seventy-one percent. Wow. Which I think Jacksonville was even higher that day. They had we had bad weather up here that day. Um, yeah. And then this last week, uh, what started out as a pretty shocking, terrible <laughs> twenty miler. Uh, I started with this guy Randall, and who's in our running group, I coach, and then Dean, who's also going to Boston. Um, and the idea of the workout was to do nine or ten before running five miles, three miles, two miles. And I got to the five mile, and honestly, it was humid. Um, and every single one of these cats were like pulling away from me, <laughs> even at mile one. And I got discouraged. And so I said, to hell with this. I turned the opposite direction <laughs> to finish off my last two and a half <laughs> of the five. And they were right around probably 650-ish pace. Um, and then I took um, three minutes in between. And then I ran basically a 620s. And then I finished with, for the three mile, and then I finished with a 615 and 608. So I don't know. I just, I just, you know, I just don't feel like if I could say the last three times I've done a marathon, right? Louisiana, when I when I ran three hundred four and died a horrible death, <laughs> I think that was probably the fittest I've felt. Newport, I didn't feel quite as fit, but yet again, I did die. Jogged, ran three twenty four, and then this time I definitely don't. F- for Boston, I definitely don't feel as fit as those uh-huh. two times, but we'll see what happens. Maybe you'll get some Boston magic. I have some advice, Maybe. but I don't know if you want me to say it on the podcast. Wait, first, can I read? Can I read Paul's text about his long run on Saturday? Because yeah. they're really funny. <laughs> he said it was a bleep show, <laughs> and he said it's all good. But that what that dot was dot. Quite honestly, the hardest run. I have ever done <laughs> like 19 was all I had in me. My calves were cramping so bad that I, <laughs> that I laid down in the road and asked Jesus to take me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's true, true, true talk right there. It was, it got me. Okay. So, um, but I am excited. Let's, let's just throw that out there. It's going to be good. 98 people. Not much to be upset about. Do you want me to give you my advice um, on the podcast or after the podcast? You do you, boo. Oh, God. Oh. That's Jacob's worst thing, Paul says. That's why I said it. You do I'll you. not say it. No, say it. I, I want to hear it. I think, based on all of that data, because I analyze data for a living, that it's very important for Boston for you not to run with anyone because I think when you have the feeling of being oh. like, like you, it, you're working harder than someone else. And I think I do this too. And this is why I'm saying this to you. I think it's like, like if you're with Tom Ivanchek in Louisiana and you all of a sudden feel like it's easier for him, you kind of, oof. or like if Peter, you may think it's easier than him and you might, oof. so I like in that workout, you backed off and you turned the other way and you had a great workout. So I think in Boston, you need to do your own thing, 
don't worry about anybody of these people you're running with because I think that's a lot of us. It's like as soon as you think that this is harder for me than it is for that person or they're handling this or whatever, then it kind of makes you feel like I'm working harder. This is harder for me, blah, blah, blah. And so I think you need to not pick a person to run with. Well, no, I wasn't going to. My whole thing the whole time has been I want to run, start out at 3.15 pace and then I actually want to finish a race where I don't feel like I'm dying and having to walk. Yeah. Maybe we delete my advice out of the podcast, but. Oh, no, I like it. No, I don't care. I don't care. I think a lot of people mean. are that way. Like, if you want to put me down, that's fine. I, I understand. I don't think that's putting me down at all. It's a joke. It's a joke. You can delete that part. It was a joke. It was a joke. I, um, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Even if you're, even when, if you're rooting for somebody you're running yeah, with, Paul was rooting you still for do Peter, that like. hundred percent. And I'm not, Paul yeah. hasn't said this to me. I'm just, because of what he just said and, and that it's kind of like, yeah, you can just, we all do that. It's like, if you're with somebody and then all of a sudden you feel like they're doing a workout that it feels easier for them. It's like, I don't know. You, it's almost like this weird feeling you get where it's like, well, I'm working so hard. This is harder. Yeah. And in a marathon, you don't want to feel that way. A mile 16, you need to feel yeah. like you're running easy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Barry, um, I mean, it's a, it's worth considering. Yes, I feel. 1,000%. Yeah, I'm excited to... Um, to... Yeah, we, we wish you were coming, Jake. Listen, I'm very excited too. But I'm hey, what if what more if excited to spectate than to run? I actually don't like running. I know boxing, you are. So That's not even a secret. That's not even a secret. To be watching <laughs> um, Jake, what if I could get Taylor Swift to give you a private concert? <laughs> sure, Paul. If you do that, I'll go. Damn it. Well, yeah. I don't like Taylor Swift, so you can get lost. Oh, you guys, don't make me talk about her concert on here. We don't make me. me. Are you sure you don't want me mm-hmm. to? Look at I'm wearing my shirt. It's me high on the problem. Yeah, it's me. it is. Yeah, I saw that shirt. You know that's Taylor Swift lyrics, right? It's me no. high. Yes. We got some little baby Swifties growing. Anyway, um, um, so what's next? So Jacob's just continuing to train. We have to do a podcast before Boston to get Paul's mm-hmm. excitement. It's going to be so fun. We have so many friends yeah. going to Boston. I think what we should do, and you guys, if we need to delete this out, that's fine. But um, maybe what we do is we get people to send you jacob voice like, memos voice memos i like that and it doesn't have to be about me but it could be about like <clears throat> boston or the train yeah. or yes whatever and, and just we just add those to like cut those together and see whether they make some kind I of like cool little little thing montage yep we're gonna have um bromka back on okay confirmed uh, not quite sure when my wife's gonna be on um then we're going to have uh stephanie duran hopefully if she says yes oh yeah well why don't we just why don't we write it in ink not in pencil okay 
she'll be on. I do love her perspective. When you were texting us about goals yesterday, yeah. her perspective is solid. Yeah. Maybe what we do is we get her on, because I think her and Lydia have a good banter back and forth. Maybe we get oh, her Lord. on. Before. I don't know if the world is ready for that. But we get her on before Boston. Okay. Because she can talk about <laughs> Anthony. Anthony and Paul had the same exact Boston time. Their bib numbers out of 40,000 people are only one number apart. It's like 8,460, 8,461. That's cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we have some exciting stuff coming up. And um, again, people send us anyone that you think yeah. should be on the podcast. Um, and we got some ideas brewing for some journeys we're going to follow with people doing some, uh, some long races, some mile times, some five K's. Um, we're gonna, we're gonna document some cool stuff. And also support Maybe. our sponsor, our podcast sponsor, oh, yeah. um, who's going to, um, get us to Bermuda and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Zuma, Zuma, uh, women's only races. Remember their sponsorship code for um, percentage off is in our show notes. Maybe that's where I'll go. Try yeah, to do break a little girls trip. <gasps> I like it. Oh, and I'm not deleting that. It's out in the world now. You have to do it. I'm past my uh, prime, but I'll try. We'll do it. I think with all this lifting you're doing, you're going to be come back and you're going to be muscles, like, Jacob? nothing, nothing's going to stop you. Flex. Flex. Or are you flexing? Jacob. Oh. oh, I mean, no, she's those... got some, she's got some muscles. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, I think you're I'm strong. Don't worry. Okay, everybody. Thanks, thanks for, for listening. listening. Thanks for listening. We love y'all.